Rub. Random unnecessary braking. Why are you on the highway with a speed limit of 70 miles an hour braking for absolutely no reason? And there's no car ahead of you for miles. Why? Y'all haters kill me with that cue for a big girl mess. You catch me slaying with my thick thighs and big old breasts. I'm so relentless when I'm rocking my fitted dress. They yelling jazz if you asking who did it best. And we're black. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Thanks so much for joining, as always. I sound weird. I'm getting over a uh, cold. I really don't know what it is. All I know is uh, it's difficult to breathe through my nose. But here we are. If you're new, welcome. Go ahead and uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate me five whole golden stars. Check out the YouTube. Um, I do things over there. Everything is under Big Girl Slay, social media, all that jazz. Okay, thanks so much. Um, There's really not any additional housekeeping, so let's go. I mean, people are just so raggedy. We got a lot to get through. That's over. It's canceled. First up, we have Sean and Leanne Tui. Now, the names might not really ring a bell, but if you've seen The Blind Side, you know exactly who I'm talking about. White people really like <laughs> diabolical in their raggediness. Like, who would even think to do some... Anyway, let me tell y'all what I'm talking about. That would be nice, right? So, if you missed it, Michael Orr recently came out saying, hey, y'all know that uh, heartwarming movie about me being adopted and them changing the trajectory of my life? Yeah, all that's bullshit because the Thule's never even really adopted me. They just tricked me into thinking I was being adopted by having me sign conservatorship paperwork. So not only was he not adopted by them, He is now in a conservatorship where basically they have control over your finances and kind of guide you in your path. Um, Completely unnecessary. He was 18 at the time when he signed it. It's just like really, really insane. But wait, there's more. He also alleges that he didn't get a dime from the telling of his story, which is The Blind Side. Um, Really good movie. Sandra Bullock won an Oscar. Side note, black people do not want her Oscar taken away or grant, whatever the book, whatever she won for the movie. We don't want that taken away. Stop with the foolishness and lies. Were some jokes flying around? Sure. But like there was no seriousness to the situation. Y'all do the absolute most. But anyway, on top of all of that, as if it cannot get any worse, you come to find out that the story that they told is BS as well. Now, white savior movies typically give me the ick. Like, I can handle, like, a scene of white savior, like, in uh, Hidden Figures, when he knocked the whole colored bathroom sign thing down. Uh-huh. Spoiler, that didn't really happen, but, you know, they got to stick something in there. Like, we're not that bad, see? But it don't even be true. They just got to stick a white savior moment in there for whatever reason. Now, I was not aware that this was a white savior movie. I just thought, you know, this is my life. This is what had happened. Not at all. They portrayed Michael as some big idiot who walks in the rain and just has nowhere to go. And what was me? What is life? I'm a big dumb black person, right? And thank God these white people scooped me up 
and saved me, and now I'm in the NFL. Yay! Come to find out, Michael Orr was not slow as they portrayed. He was actually gifted. Michael Orr was not newly introduced to football because of the toolies. He was actually already in football, already excelling in football, and would have more than likely made it to the NFL without the toolies. So the whole movie is a huge, gigantic lie, (laughs) except for one part. When the black woman was like, hey, are you sure they're not just trying to use you because you're talented at football? which is an insane thing to put in there because that's exactly what they were doing. And I'm sure they pushed for that part to be in there because, you know, people doing foul shit, they just, I don't know, got to low-key tell people it's weird. And apparently this is like a thing that Leanne, the wife, does on a regular. Not too long ago, she took a picture of two um, black children and had this long, weird-ass caption like, My friends thought they were up to no good. So I walked up to them and was like, hey, what's going on here? And it turns out they just needed 13 cents to get on the bus and go watch football and blah, 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 blah. And it was like, okay, girl, I guess. And then come to find out, the children were like, "Uh, we didn't need any money. We were sitting there waiting for our phones to charge. The football game was not even far enough away to take a bus. So I don't know what she's talking about. I don't know why she's doing this. Weird behavior. And side note, why are your friends thinking they're, quote, up to no good? Hmm. Do you know how raggedy you gotta be to see a child with potential and be like, hey, you know what we should do? Trick him into thinking we love him enough to adopt him into our family, but really, we're going to have him sign a conservatorship. Then we're going to make a movie off of his life, make us look like the heroes, take all the money, give him none, and then life will be great. Like, what a bunch of fucking psychos. Who does that? Like, it is freaking insane to me. I don't know if it's appropriate, but I'm going to say racist, like very weird, very weird behavior. Hey, we love you. We're going to adopt you. (laughs) Just kidding. Give me that money. Obviously, when the news broke, they were dragged hither and yarn by their scalps because girl, what? And they announced that they're ending their conservatorship, which yeah, bitch, you should have never had it in the first place. Like a bunch of weirdos the people who made the movie came out and was like well actually they're not getting millions they're just getting 767,000 like that's still a lot of money that he didn't even see and I feel like they think that it's okay because hey he was in the NFL right so we gotta get some money too no bitch you lied spread this fake story all the way around and it's about me and I don't get a dime absolutely not run me my money quickly And I'm sure they broke some kind of NCAA rule uh, by getting him to go to Ole Miss or whatever the fuck their alma mater was. Like, look into that as well. Sean and Leanne, Tuli, Tali, whatever y'all names are, y'all are terrible, raggedy, racist individuals. And I hope Michael Orr gets every cent that he is owed from you, plus an extra couple of million for the fucking audacity. Gross. Canceled.
Uh, random man in Atlanta. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you clearly are not on TikTok, which is fine. I'll shed a little bit of light. A woman got onto her TikTok and started doing like, um, self-deprecating jokes about her life. Um, and when she'll do like an outfit check and she'll be like, this shirt is from wherever, whatever. And this baby is from a random man in Atlanta, which the sentence itself is just hilarious because what? Anyway, she goes on to detail. Um, she had a baby by a man in Atlanta, C-section 30 days after the C-section, he left her and the baby literally got up and left, took only his chains and just walked out of their lives. Right. Come to find out he has seven other baby mamas. Um, uh, another baby that's like three days apart from her baby. It's a whole heaping mess. So she gets on TikTok. She makes funny videos like a laugh to keep from crying situation, right? Because what are you going to do? And of course, the idiots come in droves like, well, I need to hear his side of the story and she needs to take some accountability and blah, 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 blah. It's like, I mean what is his side of the story? He's not there. Like, what more do you need to know? He's not there. He's gone. That's his side. And people telling her to take accountability. Like what is the two brain cells that y'all have left are like really struggling to make things happen because how are you telling the woman who was left? She had postpartum depression, by the way, she was left by him. So she is there taking care of the baby by herself. And your first thought is she needs to take some accountability. Bitch, what is more accountable than taking care of the baby? Are y'all all right? Y'all are like, it is just, I don't know if y'all are purposely dense, accidentally dense. I don't know what is going on. But how can you tell the person that is taking all of the accountability for what happened to be accountable? What the, what are you talking about? How much more accountable can she be? Y'all acting like she put the baby in the media and be like, well, not my problem. Like she's literally raising the child. You can't get more accountable than that. Like, how is your argument that she needs to be more accountable, uh, but he can run off and go lay up under his ex who is clearly not very bright? I'm confusion. Y'all are saying she needs accountability in the sense that why would she be with this man who is out here doing all of this? Obviously, she was unaware of all of his other children and all of his other baby mamas. She was 21 years old at the time. Y'all are 42 still making poor decisions. So we're surprised that a 21 year old made a bad decision all of a sudden. But we're not here to talk about her. We're here to talk about the random man in Atlanta. This man's name was never mentioned. His picture was never uploaded. His baby mama's pictures was never uploaded. His ex-girlfriend's pictures was never uploaded by her. Anyway, other people have started to, and some have started to self-identify, but she never mentioned his name. She never uploaded his picture. She never uploaded any pictures of his other children. He was only known as some random man in Atlanta and he couldn't just let that be he had to get his big goofy unemployed shiftless ass up on TikTok and make a response video sir we had no idea who you were you were literally some random man in Atlanta and you felt the need to come on here and say what you're the villain 
There's nothing you can get on here and say that would make any of it okay. Talking about, oh, she was a little girl. Yeah, because you run after little girls and impregnate them and leave. Make it make sense. You could have sat in your anonymity and your raggediness and not said anything and no one would ever know. Because again, you're a random man in Atlanta. Which could, but because she's getting a little bit of attention, her TikTok's going up. She's making merch with his t-shirt precious, by the way. That's hilarious to me because he left them there. So girl, yes, make some money off the shit that he left behind like a dummy. But anyway, she's getting a little bit of attention and you just cannot handle it. You had to make yourself known. You are the villain. You thought this was going to be good for you. You have seven children, seven And you're currently taking care of, I guess, his ex-girlfriend kids they have together. Very raggedy behavior. And I will never for the life of me be able to understand women that just want a man so bad that they will lay up with any old raggedy, shiftless bastard. Ma'am, he has seven kids. Six of whom he has abandoned. He has told her, if you put me on child support, I will simply quit my job. Men will quit their jobs to avoid being accountable for the children that they made. (laughs) They act like they smile at these women and the women are just boom, pregnant. And then I'm like, oh, well, you know, I didn't want kids. Well, you know what happens when you have sex. So (laughs) what's the confusion? There's always a possibility that the person you sleep with could get pregnant. And if you are not prepared to take care of the child, then maybe you shouldn't be sleeping with people. Maybe you should go get a vasectomy. Maybe you should take some steps towards not having a kid. If you know for a fact, you're not going to do anything to support that child. But y'all don't want to do that. Y'all just make babies and then turn around and criticize the mom of the children. The one who is there every morning. The one who gets the child ready every morning. The one who literally has to carry three, four, five bags out of the house. Y'all might think it's an exaggeration, but you literally need so much stuff. When you have a baby, and if you forget one thing, you are completely fucked. But hey, you get to play 2K all day, right? So everything's right with the world. I cannot for the life of me figure out why y'all are pushing out human beings for these raggedy bastards. But hey, shit happens, right? Uh, Random man in Atlanta, you're an idiot and you're canceled. You could have just shut up and just lived your raggedy life. But you had to say something because she was getting a little bit of attention. Weirdo. And finally, and perhaps our most raggedy, cancelly, Funky Dineva. Now, if you don't know who or what a Funky Dineva is, no worries, neither did I. I'd heard the name from time to time, but I never, like, invested energy into figuring out what a Funky Dineva is, right? So, Funky Dineva is a old, um, uh, gossiper an old chatty pet he gets on zoom every day for work okay he works on fox soul with i don't know if these other people were permanent it was claudia uh jordan miss Hammertoes, and some other guy they were discussing the possibility of hallie bailey being pregnant so 42 year old funky starts off with i know this story isn't about chloe but then he goes on this long egregious rude 
immature rant about Chloe Bailey and how he doesn't like her and how he thinks she is lame and how she thinks she's disingenuous and without that makeup she is not cute it was just very disgusting sir you're 47 and you on your zoom call talking about this young 22 year old gorgeous talented woman like this what like what is wrong with you and we know that was on your chest for a long time because you took the opportunity to talk about her when you up front from the beginning said the story is not about her so why are you talking about her you just couldn't wait to get your feelings about Chloe Bailey off your chest. Nobody asked you about Chloe Bailey. You just offered the information. He also says she's promiscuous. She's a fake gangster. She's inauthentic. Funky. We were introduced to Chloe Bailey as a mere child. She was literally a child when we met her. And you are expecting what? For her to grow up into a young adult and stay completely the same as when you met her are you dumb i just hate when people say this about her like oh she just seems so inauthentic she doesn't know who she is she's literally grew up in front of our eyes god forbid she have a little bit of time to find out who she is what she likes and what she wants her solo career to look like like what is going on are y'all like y'all can't be this dumb have some people been the same since they were children, had the same attitude, acted the same? Ah, uh, sure. Take me, for example. But a lot of people, a lot of people take time to figure out who they are. And why is that so like I y'all say this all the time about her. And honestly, it's, it's just hate at this point. Chloe Bailey is gorgeous. She's talented. She got a body that y'all paid thousands of dollars for. At this point, it's just hate. Funky talking about oh the the um the gangster act is not tough. It's how how was she trying to be a gangster? She simply said, "Keep my sister's name out your mouth," a sentence that has been uttered by probably ninety nine percent of people that have sisters. What are you talking about, fake gangster? She's not trying to be gangster. She's saying, "Keep my sister's name out your mouth." which anybody would do if they get on live and everybody's in their comments talking about their sister. Then he goes on to say, oh, she's now she's being promiscuous. Do you know what promiscuous means, Funky? I feel like you should know what it means at your big age. Chloe Bailey is a performer. She performs. And you're equating the way she performs with uh, being promiscuous? Sir, you are 56 years old. You should know better. Then... Funky got his 62-year-old ass up on his Zoom call and said, without that makeup, she ain't cute. She should have never got on live without makeup and that with that fat face. If I could punch through the screen, I would have. Funky. Funky Dusty. You are 70 years old and you are doing this? Coming at the gorgeous Chloe Bailey talking about she's not cute without makeup i don't know what's wrong with y'all i don't know what if you got glaucoma i mean you are 73 maybe it's the glaucoma but y'all really be tripping when women take off makeup they literally look like themselves minus the makeup i don't know what y'all be expecting i don't know if ig got y'all's head in the clouds but women look like themselves without makeup
No, like, of course there are a few people that look drastically different without makeup, but a vast majority of people look the same minus the makeup. For you to attack her face saying it's fat and not cute, like, that is so, I be feeling bad for the skinny sometimes, which is a wild thing to say as a fat, but skinny people are called fat so often that it's like... I mean, it really affects people because, you know, God forbid you be fat because that's like the worst thing to be. But like, it really affects people. And y'all just go, oh, she's fat, she's fat, she's fat. And it's like, fat where? Y'all's behavior is so weird and funky for you to be an 82 year old man. I cannot, I just cannot fathom where you got the fucking audacity and looking the way that you look, baby. We not doing this. Funky Dineva is an old, raggedy, miserable bastard. For you to go through all of this and unload on Chloe Bailey like that when you said from the beginning the story isn't even about her. So you went out of your way to say these things about her, which is very, very strange. Again, you are 92, sir. You are too old. One Sprite from McDonald's and who knows what will happen to your heart. Like, you got to stop. Just nasty, vile behavior for no reason at all. For you to go at her like that simply for defending her sister. Disgusting behavior. I wish you nothing but the absolute worst. I hope that camera on your Dell laptop dies and you can't go to work. I hope you stub your toe on every piece of furniture you pass. I hope your phone gets stuck on dial-up internet speed. I hope your tire has an eternal slow leak. You are a crusty, dusty, musty human being, and you must have knew that when you named yourself. Because who names themselves Funky Dineva? Somebody who knows that they ain't shit. You, sir, are canceled. Never watched Fox Soul. Not gonna start. I will say he did issue um something um that was supposed to be an apology, which was not an apology, because he was still talking shit the whole time. He he said, um, I still think she's disingenuous. I still think she's not a gangster. I, uh, I still think that she's lame, but I should have never commented on her looks and that I crossed the line and, you know, I hope to learn from this. And I hope you choke. Fuck out of here. And the story he was actually covering is Halle Bailey potentially being pregnant and like posting old videos and stuff to try to act like she's not pregnant. I mean, I don't know if the girl's pregnant or not. The bottom line is she don't owe y'all shit. If she's pregnant and she don't want to tell y'all, that is her business. I don't know why y'all feel so entitled, so obligated to somebody's body and somebody's personal life. If she's pregnant, leave her alone and let her be pregnant. There are a lot of reasons people don't announce pregnancies or don't tell people that they're pregnant. It's none of your business. She's not obligated to tell you anything. Because she's famous, you just got to know if she's pregnant. Mind your business. Also, girl, please don't be pregnant by that little boy. Ugh, he is so raggedy. I like... I rarely want to put hands on somebody, but I really wanted to punch him in the face for that shit. Because what is wrong with you? You're doing this at 98? Don't you got other shit to worry about? Shouldn't you be riding a wheel or something? Ugh, disgusting. That's actually going to wrap up Cancel Bye for this episode. And we also don't have any side eyes either. So let's keep it moving, shall we? So for like 
I don't know, a couple of years, we were doing real good in the um, fatty fashion department. Things were going great. Cute clothes were in abundance. Like, we were living the dream. Now, look, just look. Plus size fashion has nothing to offer other than cold shoulder tops and floral prints. Girl. So we got to be as big as a couch and look like a couch. Like, ugh, I'm not understanding. What is so difficult about making flattering, trendy, plus size clothes? Please tell me. Maybe we can put like a workshop together and we can figure it out. Because I'm about to start sewing my own clothes at this point. What is going on? Honestly, most of this plus size fashion is just the average size clothes with extra fabric not thought out for actual plus size bodies. Just mass production of complete garbage. Tord has been failing us for a while outside of the shoes department. I've given up completely on Lane Bryant because it looks like I like uh, Amish sweatshop in there. I don't even know. No shade to the Amish, but like, can we figure something out? It's like everything is bad. Nothing is cute. Why do I have to shop for weeks at a time when I'm going out of town to find like three outfits to put together to look like a decent human being. Why, why, why? And it's like the people that actually put thought into their plus size clothes, make clothes for like corporate baddie situations, which of course we need, but what about everyday life? What about date night? What about girls night? What about club night? What about that? Has anyone thought about that? Anybody, anybody? Another issue in plus size fashion is when they do make thoughtful plus size clothes for a date night or a club night, it's only one body shape that they make the clothes for. And that is for the plus size hourglass girls, big titties, smaller waist, big butt. And that's the only body type that they actually put some thought into their clothes. Actually, I take that back. It's probably not that they're putting more thought into the clothes. It's just that their body type fits better into the clothes. Because, you know, that's ideally your curvy girl. That's how you want them to be shaped. So they're probably not even putting more thought into it. It's just that their body happens to fill out the clothes better. But if you are a pear, an apple, a vertebra triangle, anything like that, girl, fucking forget about it. I am a... Apple inverted triangle situation, so I can kind of finagle some clothes to make it, you know, work for me. But as a whole, plus size clothing needs to do way, way better. And no shade to these folks, y'all are great and all, but can we stop getting non uh fat celebrities designing plus size lines? Like, what is that about? Like, Lalo. Lalo. Lala had a line at um Ashley Stewart, I believe. I think Gabrielle Union had a plus size line. And I'm like, um, sister, why? Like I like y'all, y'all were cool, but what I don't I don't understand. There's pl there's plenty of big girls that we could get. I don't understand why we're getting skinny people, skinny famous people to design plus size lines. Like I'm lost. Help me understand. And it's not like it's a line that has average and plus size. It's like strictly plus size. 
Lala's was in Ashley Stewart. Like, <laughs> what is happening? And it's not that I don't think they would be able to design cute clothes. It's that they're not big. So they don't have like a living understanding of what the clothes may need. Like, hey, we need to put this here because, you know, so it won't roll down. What does Gabrielle Union know about something rolling down her stomach? She don't. Because whatever she put on her stomach, it stay there. What does Lala Anthony know about having to make, like, the back maybe a little bit wider to encompass the bakery that's going on in the back? Like, that's not going to be a thought in designing because you're not big. So why would you be thinking about that? You're not going to be because you're not, again, you're not big. So only a big girl could come in the room and be like, nope, we need to put some stays right here because that tends to roll down and we don't want these wedges in between the rolls in the back. Like... We think of things because we are big and we wear clothes and we know, you know, what's needed or whatever. So if we could like collectively get it together, that would be fantastic because the amount of effort going into trying to get a decent outfit is insane. All right. It is time for my two cents. Well, here we are. Um... There has been a lot of conversation around Taylor Swift and her talents and how great she is and how she can't be compared to anyone but Michael Jackson. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. Um, Taylor Swift is a good writer. She has some bops. I get why a certain demographic enjoys her. The comparisons to Michael Jackson, <laughs> I will never understand. Like I, I like I get a lot of it is trolling, but a, a whole lot of it people genuinely believe. I don't see it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But here we are. Those of you who like to compare her to Michael Jackson and say, oh, well, there's nobody else. There's like no one else can compete. Who else? Nobody can compete with it. Like Michael Jackson could dance. Taylor Swift does weird things with her body. And it's kind of cringy to watch, honestly. So like... That's like at the most basic level. Additionally, if you were to head on over to YouTube and pull up a Michael Jackson show and just kind of peer out into the audience, you will see a melting pot of fans. If you look out amongst a Taylor Swift audience, you will see a sea of white. There may be a couple of chocolate chips out there, but a vast majority of it will be white people. Michael Jackson had fans of every color, creed, just people loved Michael Jackson. Have you seen the sea of individuals outside of his hotel room at just the mere chance of getting a glimpse of Michael Jackson? They're outside the hotel room waiting, hollering, screaming, people of all colors. And then you have Taylor Swift. I'm going to make up some statistics and say about 95% of the 
of her fan base is white. What does it have to do with anything you ask? For y'all to be comparing and saying, oh, nobody else can compete. How Sway? Her music only resonates with white people. Michael Jackson's music resonated with everybody. People were passing out at his shows, losing consciousness at his shows. I don't think a lot of y'all knew just how famous and just how good Michael Jackson was. I mean, you can't. If you compare and Taylor Swift to him, like, girl, what? Like, <laughs> this ain't it. And I've, like, sought out clips to try to understand, like, where is this coming from? Like, if somebody says the only person you can compare Taylor to is Michael Jackson, like, well, I got to see this. What is going on? So I look up the clips and everything is, like, super cringe. Like, yikes. Michael Jackson? <laughs> like, is there another Michael Jackson that I don't know about? Because this, <laughs> y'all can't be comparing this to Michael Jackson saying there's nobody else. Like, nobody? Not a single body? Okay. It's just really weird. I don't get it, and I will probably never get it. Because y'all really went up about that whole... <laughs> um dance situation that she stole from Beyonce was like oh this is the best part of the tour that's the best part girl well I hate to see what the rest will look like because what the fuck was that y'all are really weird and I honestly think it's just a way to like annoy Beyonce fans and to do anything but give credit to where credit is due now, I'm not saying that Taylor Swift is terrible and boo hiss and why does she have a career, but I am saying that she is no Michael Jackson, not even close. You want to know who is close, though? Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. Yeah, I said it. For starters, she can actually dance. If you look out into her audience, you will see a melting pot of people. I just came from the tour. And everybody was there, girl. Everybody was in attendance. It was a melting pot of people. It was not a sea of whites. Taylor Swift is out here copying Beyonce. So I'm not really sure, like, what's going on. She's been doing it for literal years. And her fans are always in the comments fighting for their life, like, oh, well, y'all don't own marching bands, and she could do this, and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, she can do it. But it seems like she only thinks of doing these things after Beyonce does it. So it's a little weird. And let's just keep it a buck. There's never going to be another Michael Jackson. There just isn't. Like, people are who they are. Michael Jackson was great. There's never going to be another one. But y'all love to do this whole comparison thing and blah, blah, blah. But So if we're going to do it, the only person that should be mentioned in that argument is Beyonce. Period. I get that y'all love Taylor. I get that she's super talented, but uh, Michael Jackson, she is not. And she's like not even close. So the comparison talk is just so ridiculous to me because she's not close. It's not close at all. I did enjoy the pool thing she did on tour. That was neat. But again, 
Michael Jackson could dance. His music spread across cultures. Taylor Swift isn't even close to Beyonce. So the Michael Jackson conversation is just absurd. Sorry, Swifties. I tried. I just simply don't see it. Um, <laughs> I don't know what kind of glasses y'all were looking through, but maybe get me a pair. I don't know. I'm I'm just lost, honestly. Um, she's obviously not like the worst, but comparing her to Michael Jackson, it's kind of nuts. Okay, bye. Shout out. A message of congratulation, support, or appreciation. Shout out to Shikari Richardson out here doing her thing on the track. Never understood why you got so much backlash in the first place. Like, her mom died, guys. It's really not that deep. But, again, girl, shout out to you. Keep doing your thing. Shout out to Simone Biles out here dominating because, duh. Like, of course. Came back strong. She is the GOAT. You know, like, we knew this was going to happen. But shout out to you, girl. Shout out to Usher and Kiki Palmer. Now, everybody knows I enjoy a bit of pettiness. And this brought me so much joy. The video that they did together was petty. And I enjoyed it. But what I enjoyed more was them cackling during the video and you can absolutely tell that they were laughing at their own pettiness and the fact that they came together to be this petty which made it even more enjoyable he could have sat there and ate his rice but no he had to get on the internet say something stupid now he's unemployed talk about he's gonna be an actor how girl they're on strike what you gonna do go to tubi actually i'm sorry um, he did say he didn't say anything. He didn't release a statement, but he probably thinking something stupid like that. Like, oh, I don't need her. I'm about to go do blah, 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 blah. Like, men are goofy. But shout out to y'all. Keep up the pettiness. And no shout out to you idiots talking some, we cheered Kiki Palmer into single motherhood. Girl, he did that. The whole situation was on him. She was literally just on the internet talking about how much she loved him. And here he go. But we cheered her in the single motherhood. Girl, y'all will do anything to not blame the goofy-ass men that get themselves in these goofy-ass positions. Like, it's 100% their fault for being dumb. Yet, y'all turn around and vote. But the mom! Kiki Palmer will be fine. Trust. I was about to say something, but it has escaped me. So, apparently, this is, uh... The end of this episode of Big Girl Slay. Thank you so much for listening, as always. Um, don't forget to head on over to YouTube. Check that out. Hit that subscribe button as well as the notification bell. Follow me on the socials at Big Girl Slay everywhere. Uh, TikTok is a little weird, but like it should come up, I guess, if you type it in there. I don't know. Um, yeah, I uh, appreciate the support. Tell a friend to tell a friend to check out the show and uh, head on over to Apple Podcasts, rate me five whole golden stars and leave a review. It would really, really help. And I would really, really appreciate it. Okay. Um, until next time, guys, stay fabulous. Bye.